Oh no, Drew. Our new intro's crack lacking. Oh man, it's still pretty cool. It's really slow. It's hanging on for dear life. But hey, you know what's not hanging on for dear life? This podcast. This podcast. The Curiosity Dudes. Welcome back to another exciting episode. My name is Drew. And I'm Jared Taylor. And this is going to be a banging episode. A banging? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what cool people say? Yeah, I guess. We're Curiosity Dudes. Cool We're not. people don't care if other people say it. They just say it. That's legit. So, like, you just own it. Yeah. And then it becomes cool because of your attitude towards yeah. it. You're just going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. So, this episode's banging, and I don't care what y'all think. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, or don't. <laughs> but please do. We'd love to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. So something I'm real curious about. Let's uh, let's jump right in. Let's jump right in. What are we drinking? Oh, man. We're drinking some really good tea. And I want to make sure I'm getting this right. Is this actually from Niger? Yeah. So it's a uh, it's tea that I got when I was in Niger. And um, it's very common there. But the original spot was up north somewhere more. And okay. it's with this people group. Um, man, I haven't, the, the Tom, Thomas Jack. That's oh, what nice. The you pulled Jack. it out. And, and they are like really interesting people to me. Yeah. Cause they really love guitar. Oh, and, sweet. And they're good with electric guitar. In fact, this isn't a sponsor or anything, but the, there's someone named Bombino who's on Apple music, Spotify and all that. Oh, okay. Really. Uh, it's it's like world style music yeah. in their particular style, but then kind of mixed with like rock blues, like in just the way they play the electric guitar is so way fusion, different. maybe a little bit fusion. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either, but I'm trying to sound it is. It is. It's like <laughs> unique to their area. Cool. And so they love tea. They loved electric guitar. And the only thing I didn't have that they had was height that was shorter. <laughs> I'm tall. Okay. <laughs> and they were shorter. Nice. <laughs> generally. So they um, looked up to you. But anyway, <laughs> but what was interesting with this tea is they would have contests, contests, and then they would, they would even like have like how high you can pour it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, and you're pouring it into shot glasses. They take shots, not like we're drinking from a mug, a little yeah. bit of an American way. But they would do it with shot glasses, and they would do it from camels. Oh, that's awesome. In the desert. That's legit skill. They're the desert people group. So Cool. They always, like, and we complain when it's hot, and we're like, oh, we need to take off our shirt and mm. wear shorts. It was the opposite for them, because it was so hot, they needed to, like, put on their clothes to shade themselves. So oh, it's not, shade. It's, okay. it's better to, for longevity to actually cover yourself. That's interesting. From the sun. To keep, so. Okay, I could see that. My first thought was like being a pretty sweaty guy. I was like, oh, to like soak up all the sweat, you know, like <laughs> let's add more layers. So, uh, yeah. So the girls can't see the sweat stains or, or smell. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we're drinking. That's legit. It's good too, you know, and uh, we, uh, no sugar, no creamer, just like yeah. feeling like not, not just curiosity dudes, but manly curiosity dudes. Like, yeah. It's got an aftertaste. Yeah. It's good though. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it the more I'm drinking it. Yep. I'm not a black coffee guy. Like I always throw some creamer in there to kind of sure. cut the bitterness. And I'm thinking, man, I can handle this. I can probably. This stuff's pretty strong, isn't it? It is. It's really <laughs> helping the recording. Yeah, and I, wa- I watered it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, that's awesome. Well, let's get into it, man. I'm excited about today's episode. Oh yeah, what's today's episode? We are gonna go through. I think we've each curated. Of course, a they list. already know. They read the title. Well, right, but you know, <laughs> ma- ma- 
maybe they, you know, this maybe happens to me a lot. And we could do that. What happens to me personally is, is like if I'm doing dishes or mowing or basically household chores, that's when I do a lot of my podcast listening and it'll go from one podcast to the other. And so sometimes like I don't even see what the title is until like maybe I hit pause or whatever. So maybe, maybe, maybe they haven't seen the title. Maybe this is just mm. playing through, you know, they just yeah. got done with Joe Rogan and now they're uh, checking out <laughs> curiosity. Yeah, and then it popped up. Or... Yeah. But uh, no, uh, I came up with five. Did you come up with five? I, yeah. Perfect. So we're going to each bring to the table our top five hidden gems of cinema. So films that, you know, maybe now I'm not going to say that these are like stuff you've never heard of before, at least from my list. But maybe it's not like as tip of the tongue or, you know, maybe as fresh in your brain. Yeah, that's my list. Tell us about yours. Well, yeah, Uh, my list is a variety. Cool. So there's some comedies and there's some. Like, maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. And there's one that I really loved that was an action movie. Okay. I I don't think hardly anybody's watched it. Interesting. It just doesn't feel like no, anybody's watched it. Well, so I'll be surprised I, if you've seen it. I'm excited to hear about it. I'll be surprised if anybody's seen it. Okay. And if you have seen it, let me know in the oh, comments. Definitely. But. Hey, and a good place to interact is uh, our Twitter is now live. True curiosity dudes on twitter yeah and uh so search for that and uh, you'll see our picture right there good to go hey and you know what the twitter could be a great spot to ask questions as well for real so just like tweet something that you're curious of um either asking or want us to explore like tell us your insight about it yeah to get us curious and then and then we'll just tag uh curiosity dudes at curiosity dudes is that with the dash on twitter or is it without let me do a quick uh let me take a quick looky-loo here, but I, I know that I just did the search from my own personal account. So, okay, the handle is no dash. It's just at Curiosity Dudes, but then, like, the name, you'll see the dash in it. You'll see our picture. Okay. So you'll see our noggin. <laughs> yep, you'll you'll find us. Awesome. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we, um, instead of, like, me do five in a row, you do five in a row, why don't we just go, like, a movie at a time, and we'll just go back okay. and forth. Does that sound sure. cool? Yeah. So you go first. I'm curious to hear what your first movie is. Oh, okay. okay. Let's do it. All right. The first one is the one that I was hyping up. Oh, sweet. All right. This is, with no doubt, a hidden gem. Let's get it out of the way. I'm so- I believe it was a Netflix original, okay. which is partially why it's a hidden gem. Right. Um, and, and we are doing movies. These aren't TV shows. Yes, right? movies only. Have, okay. Only movies. It's called Beckett. Beckett. Yeah. And I believe it's because that's the name of the guy. Okay. And he's he's the guy. I think he was the guy that was in Tenet. He's like, to me, he's like the new Denzel Washington, which nobody could replace Denzel. But like, if I was to say he was like somebody, it would be like that. And this movie was like a classic, even though it's a newer movie, it's shot like it's a classic movie and it's an action film. Um, it's more thriller based where in the sense where you're on the run the whole time. Okay. And he's like trying to survive these Im- seemingly in- impossible situations. Um, and do you then, care if I read the transcript or not the transcript, but like a brief. Oh, sure. yeah, read that. So I was curious. Okay. So basically Beckett, it says, uh, came out in 2021 following a tragic car accident in Greece, an American tourist, finds himself at the center of a dangerous political conspiracy and on the run for his life. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So this is legit, huh? Yeah. I really loved it. And let me tell you something that I really loved about it. Um, The story does bring you in. But the best part 
was how the action seemed realistic to me. Okay. Like the, the stunt doubles. I don't know. I've, I've watched a lot of corridor crew stuff on YouTube, which they like react to stunt doubles. Okay. But I didn't watch a lot at the time of watching this. So maybe if I go back, it would be different. But what I remember is that, dude, you're exhausted when you're in fights. When you fall down from like a certain height, Mm -hmm. you're exhausted getting back up. Sure. And then all that's within you wants to like get the other guy before he gets you. But you're, you're both exhausted and they really showed that. Cool. So it's like super realistic. It's realistic. Oh, I like that. So, and then it was, of course, shot in a way that's like, it felt like a Die Hard film almost. Okay. Except Die Hard's a little more on the melodramatic side where mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious who's good and who's bad. Sure. Stuff. Is this um, shaky cam? Is I'm envisioning in my head I a lot of so. shaky cam and kind of like yeah. disorienting, maybe not, like not like Jason Bourne or anything. Okay, okay. But it is. But it's got some. It's got that. that feel to it. Cool. I think. It sounds super yeah. interesting. Like the I it was. It's been a while since I watched legit it. never never heard of that. I don't think I've seen the thumbnail on my Netflix. That sounds cool. That sounds like worth seeking out. Yeah, that's Beckett with two T's. Beckett. Yep. That's awesome, man. So, all right, what's your first one? Alrighty. Well, my first one is definitely my favorite on the list and honestly is one of my favorite movies ever. And, uh, and, and the way I kind of qualify a favorite movie is, is do I feel like watching it, um, over and over again or like, not, I shouldn't say over and over again, but like, do I feel like about once a year watching it again? And this movie a hundred percent is that it's a movie called the town and I can IMDB it. It came out. Okay. A few years ago, it's Ben Affleck. Oh, and I think I've seen this. Yes. And so Ben Affleck, he, um, well, the town is referring to Charlestown, uh, Boston. And there's this like title card at the beginning of the movie that basically says like, you know, Charlestown, Boston is like the, um, is like the crime or no, I'm sorry, like the bank robbery capital of the world. And it turns out that, like, it's the one with the nuns. The poster is them in their nun costumes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it, but oh. I've seen the cover. Yeah. Is why I was confused. So was, the, the yeah. town is awesome. So um, basically, yeah, okay. Char- the Charlestown is, I'm assuming, based on, on reality, like, more bank robberies per capita than anywhere else. So Ben Affleck. Jeremy Renner, those are the big two. They, uh, they're from like this, you know, kind of Boston mafia like gang. They obviously do a bank robbery. Um, they, they rob this bank and, uh, Ben Affleck basically falls for one of the bank tellers, this girl, right? He, uh, he finds her address on her wallet. He kind of, um, stalks her. And I know that's like, (laughs) <laughs> not in a creepy way, but like, how do you really say that? I mean, yes, it's obviously like creepy, in a high price chopper kind of way. He's like legit interested <laughs> in her. He finds her at a laundromat. Okay. Oh, strikes okay. up a conversation with her. She doesn't know that he was one of these robbers. Right. Mm. And then it's this whole thing, you know, um, Jeremy Renner's like the friend that's kind of pulling him down and he's trying to get out of the life. And dude, this movie is so well acted. John Hamm's in it. Who's like another like favorite actor of mine. Isn't that the Jurassic Park guy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, uh, maybe the new ones. 
No, the, the guy that invented Jurassic Park, the character name, not the actor. Oh, John it's, Hammond. Oh, that's what it is. You okay. were close. You were close. I was like, maybe he's making a joke. But Somebody uh, else thought John that John Hammond. Yeah. John Hamm, Mad Men, um, Top Gun Maverick. He's the uh, the general that doesn't want, that wants to ground Maverick. That's oh. John Hamm. Oh. Yeah. So John Hamm's the FBI agent. Dude, it's super well acted. And then I'm a big baseball fan. And like one of the highlights of the movie is them attempting to, because no spoilers on this podcast, I don't think, um, attempting to run a heist at Fenway Park. And it was actually shot there. And it's just so cool, action packed. It's realistic, um, super well acted, emotional. Ben Affleck's great. Jeremy Renner's great. Everyone's great. And I love crime movies, mafia movies, and all this stuff. And it just really, it just Dude, hits 92% it. Rotten Tomato. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. I mean, I don't know why I'm acting surprised. Yeah, I, I'm writing this down. I legit love this movie and I hope I'm not like overselling it to anybody listening. But for me, I just, I love it. I don't feel like it's up there with Goodfellas or The Departed or some of these other kind of like gang mafia movies, but I just feel like it's super okay. solid. Came out in 2010. I don't feel like it gets talked about a ton, but it's definitely like one of my all time faves. I added it to my list. Nice. Yeah. Um, and it looks like a way to watch it is through HBO max. Perfect. There you go. I know it's been on Netflix for sure. Okay. Maybe this won't not. show me Netflix. Interesting. Okay. So if it's on Netflix, I don't know. Perfect. So I usually, if I don't know, I go on Roku and just do like a broad search. If you have a sure, Roku yeah. and then see, but yeah, the, the town. All okay. right. What's your next one, dude? That's cool. I gotta go back to my list. Okay. Mm. This one. So I was reminded of this movie and I go, Holy cow. I forgot about this. So okay. this hidden gem got hidden again. Nice. It's like a double hidden. Gem. Yeah. Double hidden, but one gem. Ooh. <laughs> the diamond in the rough. <laughs> that was really good. Oh. <laughs> Is it Aladdin? No. <laughs> uh, it's called Butter. Butter. I've heard. Have you heard of that? It sounds really familiar. I'm going to look it up. You talk about it. Because the thing is, it's not so hidden. Like if our, our um, parameters for hidden. Yeah. Hidden gem is like if most people in our friend groups haven't heard of it. Then, yeah. Then it qualifies. So this one's called Butter. Oh, hold on. There's two different versions. It's not the drama on stars. It's the 2011. It's the 2012. Oh, so it's Dude, not get the Okay. Well, tell me what it's about. I'm, I'm going to read. I'm just going to read the thing. Yeah. So a tale of competition at its most cutthroat. Butter surveys the raw ambition of. It's Laura Pickler, Jennifer Garner, and it has Ty Burrell, and it's Iowa's long-reigning champion, Butter Carver. So it's all about carving butter, and they have this competition, and it's a comedy. Or at least I thought it was. Yeah. It says okay, comedy, okay, it does drama. Say comedy Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes it's funny when I think something's a comedy. And then <laughs> it actually wasn't. <laughs> That's probably a bad side, right, for the, for the people who made right. it. Like, the tone was off. Okay, but. so listen to this cast. So Jennifer Garner and Ty Burrell, what was he in? Modern Family. Modern Family, that's what it is. Um, well, it's got Olivia Wilde as well. Okay. And it's got um, Rob Cordry. I don't know how to say yes. it. Yes. But, but I know him from... Hot oh, Tub Time Machine. He's in that. And he was in like Warm Bodies, I think. Okay. That was a good movie. He I was liked. a correspondent on The Daily Show. He was Anyways, there. 
And it's also got Hugh Jackman. Oh, wow. And then um, it's got Phyllis from The Office. <laughs> yeah, I see so there's, her. There's, you'll see like a bunch of... Alicia Silverstone? Random. Clueless? That's amazing. Oh, and then uh, Kristen Schaal. Shall? Yes. Shall? Yeah, she's funny she, and everything. Yeah, she has a unique voice. Like she does. She does a lot of her. Oh yeah. She's a last man on earth. She's a not sure. Were you watching? Oh, that dude, one? that was a good show. Yeah, it was. I feel like we talked about that one. Yeah, I didn't finish it though. This is a great cast. I didn't either. I've ne- dude, you are bringing it, man. I've never heard of this movie. Well, my I, my list might take a turn though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> these are these are probably the top two. This is super interesting. So butter. Yeah. Butter from 2012. It, I don't see a way to watch it. Maybe it's on Netflix. Mine just says on, I I'm on IMDb. It just says watch to, on prime video, like to rent or buy. Yeah. So, but I mean on, on Apple iTunes, it's seven 99, um, or it's three 99 to rent. So we're worth three 99 for a rental. I think it is awesome. It sounds but cool. I did watch it on streaming platform. Um, it was just funny and what people carve out of butter. And it's like, this is a real thing that people do. Yeah. So I believe it's like based on, uh, not, it's not like a true story. I don't think, but it was like based on true things. Sure. Like it's very realistic. Like there and, is butter contest. Oh yeah. And we're here in the Midwest, and, you know, and we're, you know, yeah, it's very country. Even. Yeah. It feels <laughs> like it's, it's not that far from, and, Here's the best part. It's only an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, I love Back that. to the classic, like 90 minutes. For real. I don't yeah. think I cared as much until like I had kids. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> bedtime means a lot more. It's like, dude, <laughs> I cannot start a three hour movie at eight o'clock yeah. at night. Everyone thinks they're good enough for like a two hour, 12 minute movie. Man. And then everyone does it now. Yes. And they're not all that good. Save it for like the big set piece action movies. If it's a comedy drama, let's get in, let's get out. Yep. Let's tell a and good story. And I think story. they knew that and it helped their fast pacing. That's really good. Butter, right, dude, dude. That was a really good one. Cause like, man, never heard. Both of yours have been really good. Legit. Never heard of them. Legit. Both sound really good. And they're very different too. I have like nine on my list, but that's awesome. <laughs> we'll pick your, you because I keep thinking of other ones and then other ones like beat the other one. And dude, that's um, good. Some of them are questionable. Like, are they hidden gems? Why don't we do? So we might have some misses. Save it for a part two. We can, we can run this. Topic we'll we'll have a bonus at the end. I'll just reveal all of them. Love something. it. I, I think that's great. Okay, Rapid so fire. What, what's your second? My next one is one of my favorites because the first time I saw this movie, I was blown away because it became something I didn't think it was going to be. Mm. And I thought this is the one that I saw too. Probably, yes, because I think we talked about, about this. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of ending things. No. Oh, shoot. That's such a great movie, too. I should have threw that on there. I'm thinking okay, well, of ending things. On your list one. I'll add it to That's a good one. <laughs> Dude, I, I kind of forgot right, about well, it. Keep going. No, this is uh, the cabin in the woods. Oh, okay. The cabin in the woods. I talk about. Would this you movie. say that's a hidden gem, though? I don't know. It's I, definitely a gem that was missed. Okay. I and, would say. And like that. I said, my my list might be basic. I have one hidden gem, like truly hidden. That like, well, I don't know. I'll talk about it later. But this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a hidden gem because. Okay. I don't know. Just because I am. I don't sure. know that. Okay. I don't know if a lot of people, my friend group, have watched it. I know a few people have, but like. I feel like the people that I know in real life who have seen this movie are people that are apt to like seek out movie. You know what I mean? Movies that are like, like movie this, yeah. people and stuff. Movie people. Well, this I, one's Joss Whedon. Oh my gosh. 
This is a movie you made the person's. If anyone's wondering, yeah, yeah, uh, this is like a movie person's movie. You know, like it is a celebration of all things horror. It starts out like, and I again, I don't want to be too spoilery, but it starts out like a typical cliche teens in a cabin yep. in the woods, and Which, it turns into something completely different. And all I'm gonna say is, is if you like horror, and if you like your horror with a little bit of comedy, but still not taking you out of it to where like it becomes a goofy movie. Like you're still mm-hmm. invested and it's still a good horror movie, but it also makes you laugh. I'm just going to say two words, the elevator. Okay. Three words. Cause I added the, the elevator scene, three words. The elevator oh, scene okay. is one where of my favorite scenes. Nostalgic. Well, um, yeah. yeah. Creatures. And I, I hate, like I said, I, I want to avoid spoilers a little bit. So if you know, you know, that wouldn't spoil much. Okay. Cause no one knows where, like, where, when that's going to happen in this movie is basically a loving homage to anything, anything horror, (laughs) anything horror. So like, if you're a fan of any kind of horror movie, like whatever you're a fan of makes its way into this movie in a really cool and exciting. It's like a perfect mix of action, horror, comedy, suspense. You like the characters are pretty likable. I just, man, I, this movie's so creative and I I love if you the way like I those like f- good yeah. if something me and Rose like doing during like Halloween time is watching those it, it's like they're a certain way that it's made of the horror films mm-hmm. that's bad enough to enjoy it it's it's like the right amount of good and bad together so like so bad it's good but it's entertaining but it's still like not great yeah it's like let's go watch a bad horror film okay but sure. you don't want to watch like crap. Right. You want to be entertained. Well, this one's like, take it a notch above that. Cause it, it's almost like they're aiming for that to try to, to try to meet that horror genre where it's like, sure. well, how do they not know? Someone's chasing them behind them, you know, and all that stuff. But then they like the production values like way higher in this one. It's well, yeah. And it's just and, like, and they like it, the reason why it's cliched and like the people are who they are. Like there's a really fun and creative reason for that I, dude it's, it's just so good when we first and creative when we first watched it we didn't realize what we we're getting into uh-huh we just thought it was another horror film so if you're gonna go watch it don't think it's just another horror yeah. film you gotta know this is a satire comedy yes so like but the, still elements but still they're like, making fun of the horror genre while still being tasteful and being the horror horror genre. Yeah, I don't want so anybody like, to think it's a parody movie. It's not. It's, it's not a parody. But it's like there's a good reason for the tropes. And they the bring cliches. in like nostalgia. Yes. Is that how you say it? nostalgia? Either way, nostalgia. It's <laughs> it's so good that it's hard to really like get the essence of why it's good without just experiencing it for yourself. Yeah. The cabin in the woods. Highly recommend. It's like a yearly viewing. Cliche for me. is a good word. For yeah. It. Like you've said, like it's getting fall at the time of recording and stuff. And I'm already like, dude, I need to watch this before Halloween. What's something that happens in every horror film? Or like, if you were to think of the most cliche thing. Oh, like, you know, like running up the stairs instead of, or something like that, or the car won't start. It's always like, there's a group of people. It starts out at the beginning and Mm -hmm. they're all happy. Let's split up. And then, (laughs) and then something happens to the car and they get creepy vibes, but then they ignore it. And then somehow they get stuck at this one area, you know, or 
a, a lot of them, it's like, there's a flat tire, and uh-huh. then they get stuck in this house. Like, it always brings it into a home or a house. Yes. And then that's what the cabin in the woods is. Mm-hmm. But then so. we find out why, though. That That's what I'm trying, like, without... Which, that why part... Without like, this being a spoiler, the why is what's exciting about this movie. Yeah. And it's really... And, and, and it has the comedy, but it's... Just watch it. If you're listening to this, you've never seen it, watch it. And if you have seen it, I bet you're being like, yeah. Because there's it. another film I want to say that it's like, but that could be the spoil. Okay. So I don't want to say it. Okay. How about... Well, but they do a, set it up in the middle of the movie, so you find out real quick. Yeah, you're not waiting till the end. This is not like a big twist at the ending. Like the yeah. twist is pretty, pretty quick into it, but it's super enjoyable. You may not love the ending. Did you love the ending? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Okay. <laughs> I really did, actually. Okay. It was definitive. Okay. I love a definitive ending. But anyway, the elevator scene. If you've never seen it, watch it. And then the words, the elevator scene, I bet you'll be like, ju- you'll be like excited. I was super excited. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder how many people watched it and didn't like it. And then maybe they were. Tell us on Twitter. Was it an expectation? Yes. What, why? Yeah. And then. I'm yeah. open to hearing you, why. You, you can't like turn this one on and go to the bathroom with it still playing. No. You could miss a crucial piece. Yeah. That's a good point. And if you up. miss that, then it's going to ruin the whole movie for you. Yes. Don't, don't scroll on your phone for any of these movies. And if kids are around, turn on those subtitles. Yeah. Cause you've got to know. However, sorry to bring up subtitles at least, you know, if you can, if you really want to experience the full experience of a film, yeah, you I need w- the full spectrum, either use headphones or be able to get it loud enough. Yeah, that's true. I agree. It's worth it. Next movie. We can talk all night. All right. Let's see if this one counts. Okay. Have you heard of the movie Tag? Yes, I have. I haven't seen it, but I know what this is. It's like kind of a comedy thing, right? Yeah. Do you think that counts? What you, as a hidden gem? Yeah. Yes, because I don't... I, here's my thing with hidden gems. Like, I, 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 I think a hidden gem is like something that's not like at the tip of your brain. Like, if you go to a group of people, I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I heard of it, but I never watched it. Or, oh, I forgot about it. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I know what it is. Usually it, you like miss it in theaters too. Like was yes. that in theaters? Yeah. Oh, it like goes by so fast. This was in 2018. So this is pre pandemic by a little bit. Um, is this Jason Bateman? No, Jeremy Renner, Ed Helms. Sorry. I'm yeah, go ahead. Hey, John Hamm. Oh, nice. Second John Hamm movie. Isla Fisher, Hannibal Burris, Jake Johnson. He's one of the big characters in this. Did you ever say him? Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't, so re- from, I don't recognize that name. I don't know. Well, uh, he's from, he from New Girl. Oh, okay, cool. So I missed that one, but I know that. Okay. Well, dude, what, so what's cool about tag? Cause in my mind, okay. this was like something that came out and it just, you know, I, I don't it, know. It kind of sounds ridiculous. Kind of sounds like, why would we watch this? But they make it like an action film, but then playful and it's comedy. So it's comedy first, but they kind of make fun of action sequences Okay. In the, like, if tag was super intense, but they create good motivation to why it's intense for them. And this is a children's game tag, right? It's, it's tag. Like, you know, it like, like tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. But okay. These people play tag and it never stopped. So all through their high school. Um, and then they all got really competitive. So it's like, who's it? You know, 
I'm going to um, interject because I believe this is based on a real story. It is. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. I, when you were talking. I forgot about good. that, actually. Good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it shows, you know, how far some people will go just to be the last one standing. And then it it has a good moral kind of story along with it, at least to me. So it, it it's a comedy, but then it kind of becomes heartfelt and okay. it's entertaining like the whole time. Awesome. It is rated R, so it's not one of your PG-13 right, we're um, comedies. This one's like, they do say a couple unnecessary things, at least of course. to me. But, right. you know, there's some forgiveness because comedy and the rest of it makes up for it. So, yeah, tag. Dude, add that to your list. What's that on? Nothing. Dang it. I know. Isn't it so wild? Like, I feel like Netflix has, like... And I, that's just always my default. Sorry. There's, I know there's other streamers. I feel like it's always weird how the movies you want to watch are like, oh, yeah, I should check that out. It's never readily available. So Warner <laughs> Brothers has the rights to it. It's New Line. But it's not on studio. HBO Max. So I don't know. Oh, it does, okay. It's not listed on HBO Max, but it could be worth a check. So here's a question. Is this good for like a date night? Or I shouldn't say a date night, but like you and you and the missus are hanging out on the couch. The kids are in bed. You yeah, don't feel like I think starting a new would show. Like this would be a good like couple yeah. movie. Okay, cool. I think yeah. At least Rose really liked it too. Like this is this is the style that we go for. Action like, comedy. Yeah, kind of action comedy. Okay, comedy first. Like sometimes it's sure. action first. It's that this is another like conversation, but I feel like most modern comedies almost if they're going to get a theatrical release almost have to have an action element or they don't even like make them anymore. Mm. It's really weird. You yeah. know, it's like hard to get like a straight up comedy, like a straight up like Anchorman or stepbrothers type deal. Like those don't seem like they come out as much anymore, but cool. I, I honestly like based on its merits, like it came out, didn't feel like I missed anything, but hearing you talk about it, that like it may, if it made your top five list, that must mean it's pretty oh, yeah. worth watching. So uh-huh. I'm intrigued. All right. All right. What this, are we on? What number? Three. Uh, I'm on my third. All right. This is a true hidden gem for a lot of our audience because this is from a local filmmaker. And I picked Latawana. Oh, okay. So I picked Latawana, and part of it is a little. Um, so that would really qualify for hidden. In, in theory, yeah. I mean, there there was some buzz around this movie, definitely. Um, Locally, though. mostly locally. I think it did get picked up um, in some national media for um, the NFT thing because he actually, um, Trevor Hawkins, the writer, director, the creator, everything um, on this movie, he actually like released it as an NFT and uh, it's his story to tell. I'd love to have him on the podcast someday, Trevor. We'd love to have you on here. That would Um, would be cool. He he filmed this like a a few years ago, and then it just got released. You can buy it on Amazon Prime, um, watch or rent it. Um, It just came out in 2022 for like the wide release and stuff. But yeah, there's an NFT piece to it, and Mm -hmm. I'd rather have him tell the story um, because I talked to him in person about it a little bit, and he was just kind of, well, it's not my story to tell. But um, so I think that's where the national maybe um, attention came, but yeah, it's a local to the Kansas city area. Lottawana Lake Lottawana is a suburb of Kansas city and uh, it's this cool Lake town. He filmed it on site there. Um, Just a really uh, man, just super artistic. It's beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a whole vibe as people say, it's one of those where like, um, 
I, you hate to say the words like not much happens because a lot does happen, but it's a very uh, small scale story about a guy and a girl. That's a good way to put it. You know, it's so small scale. I shouldn't say not a lot happens, but it's not like going to be like this big action set piece. Like maybe a lot of stuff is it's, it's a small scale story, but man, the actors are really good. You're invested in their relationship. Um, you know, something big happens where you're kind of like, Oh my gosh, is this really what's going to happen? Um, so you're like, it kind of goes from just sort of like, uh, okay, here's how I want to describe it. Snapshots of a relationship. Oh, that's a good way to describe it. And I really like that. And it's, and the, the style of it keeps you invested. The acting keeps you invested, even if it's not like this big, you know, boom, boom, this happens, this happens. And then, um, it's kind of going along. It's, and there's a great surprise at the end. And it's not a twist, but it's like this really legit shocking moment that you're like, whoa, like, and okay. then you're like, yeah, this you're is, like, okay. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, I can't believe he did that. Not, not the character in the movie, but Trevor, the director, the creator. It's like, whoa, I can't believe he like, did that. Like that was an awesome movie. choice. And you're just like, man. So it's like, anytime a movie makes you feel something, dude, and it's not just like, Oh yeah, that was a cool movie. But like, anytime you feel something, that's a win, dude. Yeah. I don't care what that emotion is. Like if I feel super sad, if I'm super surprised, scared, anytime you leave feeling something and man, Trevor just nailed it. Um, wish I would have saw it on the big I think it was screen. about like halfway through where I was like really into it. Yeah. It was like, that's, that's where the point is that you're invested. So yes. keep pushing. If you're watching this, um, I got it because he's a local guy. Yeah. And what's, what's funny is I helped on a film set. And then he was there. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this guy's pretty good. And like, he was a camera operator. And then we talked and, um, I don't even know if he remembers me. Yeah. But then go back to church. And then Drew's like, dude, you know, Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I think it was like, you were saying like you were on the set of a movie helping out and there was another local film guy. And I was like, Oh, was it Trevor Hawkins? You're like, what the heck? How did yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he was there for one of the days. So that's the only two. local film guy I know. Yeah. Trevor yeah. is like best friends with one of my best friends kind of deal. And such a sweet guy. Known him for a long time and super proud of him. Super pumped. This oh. movie is great. Yep. And so on here, when I have it on iTunes, it says it's an adventure movie. Uh huh. Um, and then it is 90 minutes. Yeah. So great that, length. It's like, he didn't go for the two hour, you know? Yes. <laughs> and then what I like about it, it's in 4k. I know a lot of people say they don't care, but usually like when it comes to local films, mm-hmm. hardly anyone ever pushes out in 4k. Sure. It's all like HD and depending on where you are sitting, how close to the TV, how big your TV is. Right. But to me, the 4k just gives opportunity for it to load a better version. Sure. Which is actually closer to a Blu-ray. And you not tell in resolution, me, but in I'm not a big spec guy to my brain, to my eye. I feel like Trevor made really good use of the 4k, like the shots, the you, you can well, talk most, more most smartly about this. Most already than, shooting in at least 4k. They're shooting in 6k, okay. shooting in 8k, but then they'd still just condense it to HD. Like most of these okay. local guys. Okay. Um, so it was really nice and refreshing to see. It's a beautiful out of 4K. Um, so it's cl- a bit closer to what he was seeing on a computer. If you know what I mean. Sure. Because he's seen the full quality. And yeah. You're streaming it. <laughs> <laughs>
if you're lo- like if you're in the Kansas City area, Missouri, Midwest, if you're from a lake town, I mean, he captures just the vibe so well. I just man, I like this movie a lot and I and I can admit like there's a little bit of nepotism there, I guess, you know, like I'm rooting for you, Trevor. You know, I'm going to support my friends in their endeavors, but I really think um, watch a trailer. I really think you'll like this movie. It's def it's artsy in all the best ways. It's, it's beautiful. It's a good movie. I mean, like, man, even it like just to put on and have in the background, you know, like it's gorgeous. You know, this description is really good. Okay. Read it. A monotonous. That's a cool word. That is a cool word. But the film was, it did have that feel at the beginning. So he's going for that, which is really cool. A monotonous life has pushed the unfulfilled forest, that's the guy's name, Mm -hmm. to a voyage of self-discovery by living abroad, uh, I'm sorry, aboard his (laughs) sailboat (laughs) on an alluring lake. So it's it's more about like discovering who he is. And then like he puts some of his, tell me if I'm wrong, he starts to put some of his identity in someone else. Yes. And that messes with him and then uh, they have a big life experience he's, he's more it, on a free-spirited side and then he has to learn responsibility yes right so it's one of those struggles and then he sort of changes and he has to kind of become like the more responsible one as things happen with this person yeah right. again yeah. no spoilers that's, it, that's it, not spoiler that's just yeah I'm just, I'm trying to watch my words carefully so I don't spoil anything. It's great movie. Yeah. Really just atmospheric. It's just a cool, like, man, you get in the right headspace for it. You know, again, don't be on your phone during this, like really invest 90 minutes, dark room, good TV, just man, just kind of soak it all in and just know that, like I said, it's going to be, it's going to be a vibe. It's going to be. Um, a slow burn. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like Jared said, stick with it because man, it, it, it hooks you in slowly than maybe a, a more like mainstream film would, but man, it, it gets you mm-hmm. and it's really just really well done. A lot yeah. of wanna anyway, next one. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go for something here and you, th- cause I would put this as on my list. If you think it counts. Okay. I think most people have heard of it. Okay. Tenet. Would that count? I'm going to say. Because I think it, maybe it's one of those missed gems. I think it very much is because this movie came out. This was what the, the, this was the movie that was supposed to get people back to the theaters. Yep. But it came out like in the summer of 2020. Like we didn't realize yep. that this was going to be like a two year pandemic kind of deal. Right. And so it felt like it was the end a little bit. In and some then, ways, but ugh, this was a missed opportunity. So, like, nobody went to see this in the theaters. Well, I, I know. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I should have stopped myself. Um, and then I feel like that. I, I expected a lot of people to be there, and there wasn't a lot. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of people not only. I wonder if it left a weird taste in people's mouth, like the timing of it, that everybody was still so focused on the pandemic in summer of 2020. Yep. That like, not only did they not go to theaters to watch it, maybe they weren't allowed to go to a theater to watch it. Maybe they weren't open or maybe it was just so restrictive. It was like, what's the point? 
that like by the time it came out, maybe it was just like, cause to me now I associate this movie with one of the hardest parts of the pandemic, you know, the few months in of being stuck at agree. home. Yeah. So I'm like, this movie has baggage. That's not its fault. Right. So I've never really been like wanting to go back to it because I think, Oh yeah, that's the pandemic movie <laughs> when it's not about a pandemic, but yeah. That, but anyway, talk, talk so to me. So would you, it. would you say, um, have you, you haven't seen it then, right? I have not. And I know there's a lot of people that haven't seen it in my circle. Yeah. So let's just call this one of my hidden gems. I think it's a hidden gem. Um, I like, so I think this gem might be a miss gems, a better term. Cause I think if there was no pandemic, if this was released in 2019 or even if he had for some reason waited till like now, I just thought of something though. If we're going with like this analogy, some like hidden gems were just missing. Like if you actually think of an actual diamond or a gem, mm-hmm. how does it go missing or how does it go hidden? Cause there's only two it. ways. One is like it went missing, Mm -hmm. so it's hidden. Or there's like um, someone actually intentionally hid it, like a squirrel hiding his nuts. Let's let that one breathe a little bit. That was good. No, that was good. You're you're right on. You you. But right. So this one, instead of it being an, an active hidden gem. It was a passive hidden gem because it became hidden when it went missing. If that makes sense. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I, 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 no, I, I, I want to validate what you were saying. Yes, (laughs) I agree. I don't need your validation. I don't think it was its fault. It's not like obviously Christopher Nolan's insanely talented, has something to say, makes interesting. It's a victim of circumstances, you know, like any other year, this probably would have been a big blockbuster, but I know nothing about this movie. Legit. Oh, really? I feel like based on the previews, it looked inceptiony to me in terms of like the world kind of it a little bit stuff. is when it comes to like it's mixed with action and mind boggling okay. craziness. So they tend to explain it really well. Dude, this movie is so it's you have to watch this. Okay. Like Sell even the, on even the score okay. was like, okay, so Hans Zimmer, <laughs> I'm assuming. I would love to start backwards and tell you about this movie in reverse because that's what's all, that's what it's all about. Even the even the name, Tenet, spelled backwards, is Tenet. Oh, yeah. So even that in itself, it, oh, man, I just cannot talk. What's in this tea? <laughs> but even the name itself. So every part, the music the score, they start playing the soundtrack in reverse at some parts. That's cool. Okay. It's, it's, and a it's gimmick, so subtle. But it's, okay. But it's done well. Yes. It's done so well. And then you're like trying to track it. How do they even make this? How do they even shoot this movie and keep track of all that? It's so hard, but when you watch it, it's okay to be confused. Okay. So you just got to give yourself grace. Like, dude, it's okay if you're confused. Because for one, they're not going to reveal all the information until later. Okay. And so then it starts to make sense. And then you think you kind of latch on and you get enough of it. And either way, whether you missed it or not, eventually, it was still a great movie and entertaining. Are you leaving the theater, though? Or leaving the... When it's done, are you left with a ton of questions? Or do you pretty much understand what happened? 
It's kind of like the Inception. How you okay. still have questions, but it. But you make get sense. it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, because I think I did hear about this movie that it's very confusing, but maybe, maybe that was somebody who just wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> Dude, it, man, it was really good. Like, I would almost label that my favorite movie. I just haven't watched it as much as I watched Inception. Interesting. And so I would want to, I do want to go watch it again. And now here's the here's the unique part of it that's okay. inside the story. It's not a spoiler. It's um, definitely not on a car at all. Okay. <laughs> get it? Uh, spoiler! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dead joke. <laughs> so it's about like science and people have found a way to make certain items. It, it like reverses its, I don't even know what they call it. Is entropy the word? Like they reverse somehow a bullet can be in reverse, but it's only that item. It's like per item, whatever it's been sent through Somehow, okay, it's in reverse. So, they're like bullets are already in the walls, and then it comes through in reverse back into the gun. And it all makes sense, you know, when you give it time and okay. watch the movie. They do those kind of explainers, like on Dark Knight, and when they're talking about all the weapons. Okay. Oh, this. Da, 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 da. Why would you need this? Oh. You know. Okay. Um, so they start to explore that, and then it becomes a mystery. Like, where'd this come from? Why do people want it? It's getting older and older because it's traveling in reverse and things, things like that. Hmm. And then it becomes an all-out war scene, like actual armies. <laughs> okay. Which that part is super interesting. Okay. And like half the people are fighting in reverse and half the people are fighting forward. Oh my gosh. That's wild. And you think it would be a little hard to keep track of, mm-hmm. but you know, when someone's in reverse and that's when the score is in reverse to help you like keep track of that. So this is like super meticulous. It's a little filmmaking. time travel. It's a little bit of time travel. Yeah. And so there could be someone that like somehow gets their themselves reversed. And so you could be experiencing them in your real time moving forward. But all you hear them say are words in reverse. And you're like, what the heck? Interesting. And then there's like a car that's driving backwards at a car scene. Mm-hmm. But the car's not actually driving backwards. It was driving forwards. So it's one of the, it's those paradox type things. But they've really... I'm going to assume really that it. it makes more sense when you like get immersed into the world of the movie. Yeah. And I haven't seen it enough lately mm-hmm. that I'm having a bit of a hard time explaining it. No, it's, it's good. I, everything yeah. I heard or read about it at the time was like, it's, it's kind of a mind bender. It's kind of a, yeah, it's a tough, like it's, it's a challenge, like in terms of like, you got to really focus. Right. But it sounds interesting. I mean, I will definitely give you that. It sounds interesting. I think it just... This, this is one of those ones that it is longer than... I think it's two hours, yeah. uh, 30 minutes. I feel but like it deserves that's, that. That's Because you need Nolan. to explain it. Yeah. And Christopher Nolan's more on the show-don't-tell side of things, which mm-hmm. is in the filmmaking. You don't always have to explain every single little thing. And that's have, true. You know, someone doesn't have to go, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> when they raise their hand, you know. Um, or like, when I was in the Navy... I da da da, you know, oh, exposition. And you can, yeah, and you can tell that they're 
just saying that for the audience. Yes. You wouldn't actually say that in a scene. Oh, I know. It's like, you know, it's like we're talking now. It's like now Jared as a uh, father of four who grew up in uh, Missouri and uh, has a master's degree in education. <laughs> but uh, uh, his his favorite dog fell in a well as a child and he's still scarred from that. I think, you know, that I like pickles on my cheeseburger. Like what? Like what? Nobody talks like that. I hate when movies do that. That's exactly. But what they're trying to do is they're like treating their audience as dumb. A hundred percent. And that's why people hate that. Yeah. And so you need to go like show, don't tell. It's already a background. If it's realistic, they're not going to say all that. Right. They would assume that person already knows a certain background. Exactly. And you find another way to show it. And sometimes a way to show things. I, I see this a lot is like with the pictures in the room, in the background, the yes. set design, you can be like, Oh, there's a metal back there. Okay. This guy was in the military. Yeah. Like, and you can get their background without even that's super. Explaining yes. It. You're, you, you, you treat your audience as smart and they will rise yeah. to the occasion. But if you treat them like they're dumb, they're going to just be mad at you and offended. <laughs> yeah. Man, if this tea caffeine doesn't wear off, Oh my gosh. I'm going to go watch tenant tonight. <laughs> oh, let's go. Oh, by the way, we're recording this on a Monday night. Yeah. So you might be hearing it on Monday morning. Yeah. Monday morning. Or whenever you're listening, cause it's on demand. That's right. So happy morning or night or day. Yeah. I hope you're having is. a good one. Whatever it is. Are they listening to this in reverse though? No. It sounds interesting. You you piqued my interest, which is more than I I have felt about this movie. Dude, it was so confusing. There's one part they're like, you drop a coin, uh huh, but you're not dropping the coin because the coin is in reverse. The coin's coming up to your hand, and the lady explains it. She's like, "Well, how do you get it to come up to your hand?" And she goes, "Well, you have to have had dropped it." It's like mm. so. It's, I just it's, need to see it, man. It's, it's it really sounds good. it sounds interesting. Well, I'm about to dumb our list down <laughs> way much, and there's not really a lot to say about this next this next movie. But I picked it as, and, and you tell me this is one. You tell me if it's a hidden gem or not. This movie is. It's not even like super nostalgic, but when I met my now wife, then girlfriend of the time or you know that's like really weird to say my my you know it's like i don't know she's been my wife for like over 10 years but when i met my wife um it was one of those like either she ref i think she referenced this movie first and i was legit shocked because i didn't feel like a lot of people outside of my really close friend group knew this movie i didn't feel like a lot of people referenced it a lot i was like you know this movie and she goes yeah and so i feel like my wife and i referenced this movie quite a bit just uh, randomly, even though we've never sat down and watched it together. Um, it's really dumb, but it's funny. It's called Corky Romano. Have you ever seen Corky what? Romano? No. Corky Romano is, uh, it came out. I don't know when it came out. Let's look it up, but it's got, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Chris, um, 2001, uh, Chris. Oh, right under it. When I type it, it says spy hard and Zoolander Chris Kattan and masterminds. And I like all those movies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a uh, Chris Kattan from Saturday night live. And it's like, okay, so it's another mob movie. I am a sucker for mob movies in general. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he, he's from a mob family, but he's quirky and he's like not like his brothers or his father. He's not like this tough mob guy. He's like, I think he's like a veterinarian or something like that. And he's, dude, this movie's so goofy. Zach Galifianakis. So silly. Um, 
2001, huh. early 2000s comedy. Uh, my, so from Dude, the Dude, this is definitely a, a hidden gem with 7%. <laughs> yeah. Usually when it's so low on the critic ratings, uh-huh. I'm like, no, I'm going to watch it for myself. Yeah, I... Y- Dude, this is not high semi- high cinema at all, but it's really it's quirky and it's funny. And th- my my favorite part that I always think of, well, there's a lot of favorite parts, but from the preview. So like if you ever saw the if you remember the previews, but you never saw it, it's Chris Kattan in the Girl Scout uniform. And he's like, You guys want some cookies? <laughs> I don't know if you remember that or not. But this movie's dumb. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you should really go out and watch it or not, but like I think it's funny. And if you like those kind of movies, it's lighthearted. Yes. And it might be good because this is like lighthearted, easy to watch. It says it's on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, watch it for free. It's definitely worth a free click. Um, you know, it's one of those because there's a bit of nostalgia in it. And I just think it's funny that my wife does not like dumb things very often. So the fact that she like not only understood the, or she made the reference, I was like, so oh, he, wow. So it, he's like. That's why it's special to me. So he's the son of the mafia boss. Yeah. And his and brothers then, are like legit. Like and then he's trying to guys. put his dad and he like teams up with FBI or something. Is yeah. He goes undercover and it's like he's, he's trying to put his dad in jail. Kind of. But, but kind of. he's kind of like working for his family. And then I mean, I honestly okay, I can see the tension, which would be. I don't even remember like the comedy. beats of the story. I just remember like the funny parts. Like there's a really, okay. there's a really funny part where he um, is like, you know, he, when he's as the FBI guy, he's like taking a pack of like cocaine into evidence. And then like okay. the drug dog grabs it and like all of it goes over him. And then they're like, Corky, we need you to come over here. Or I don't know. His name's not Corky when he's the FBI. He has some undercover name. We're like, we need you to come over here and, and answer these questions for these kids. And so he's given like this press conference for these kids, but he's like under the influence of cocaine. I don't know. Dude. It's, <laughs> it's so, it's so dumb, but funny. So if you like dumb, funny, this is PG 13. This is something you could watch around your kids most likely. And you know, for the most part, at least that you remember <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, it's pretty, I don't know, dude, it, it's got a soft, I've got a soft spot for it. It's worth a watch. It's not, it's I, not I great, it but it's funny. List. Cause it's, that, I love those kind of movies. I think you'd get a kick out of it. Although I, I, I can enjoy like almost every movie. Yeah. And every kind. Yeah. I mean, but, dude, when you watch comedies and then you walk away feeling good because you were laughing, like, yes, you'll I love that. I feel confident that if you've never seen this before and you watch it, unless your attitude is like, man, that's really dumb. Like if you, if you think things are dumb and you don't like dumb, then you might not like it. But if you're like, man, I just want to laugh at something stupid and silly and low stakes. I, dude, I, I think you, I know you, Jared, I feel confident you would like this movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think of our listeners. Well, I watched one. I don't remember what it was called, but it, it had to do with, mafia as well and it was so stupid it was like super slapstick okay. as slapstick as you could be was it the movie mafia that was like a parody of mafia movies that came out in the is 90s? that what it was and it was like um, it, does it have leslie nielsen it, in it or no i don't think he was in that one actually it was but like um an asian guy was the main character i don't the, the godfather or something well the godfather's like a like okay. one of the well, greatest was, movies of it all it was titled um right <laughs> it's titled something similar to that though mafia is a spoof of the godfather and all those okay, kind so of it movies is. it came out in 1998 
So like it kind of, yeah, he, sorry, we're great pod. We're watching the, the trailer right now. It's one, it's like naked gun and airplane. It's one of those style movies where it's like a straight up parody where it like looks like the actual mob movie, but then like they say goofy things and like, but when you use the one I watched, okay. When you said slapstick, that's the only thing I could think of. I'm not. Well, this is really old. Yeah, it's from 1998. Wait, hold on. But it's set. Wait, is this the one? I, not that I'm the end all know all, but like if it's a if it's a slapstick send up of like Godfather, that's probably that. It's called Mafia. This is it. Yeah. I don't remember it being holy. Moly. And that's kind of a hidden gem because like I don't think it's like the Naked Gun and some of those other like slapstick parody movies or Airplane that like a lot of people remember it it's kind of like so there must be another one that i'm thinking of as well but i do remember this one okay huh interesting okay so mafia but anyway it's not corky romano is not like that corky romano is just a quirky and he's romano and he's romano Quirk, not qu- not Corky Romano, Corky. Yeah, is his name Corky? His name is Corky. Okay. Yeah, that's his name, Corky Romano. But anyway, I think it's funny if you want something lighthearted and goofy. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. And right before we get to our fifth and final one, yep. Let me tell you about something. And we're back. <laughs> so, Jared, what was your fifth movie? <laughs> okay. So the fifth one, I have a bunch listed. Okay. Um. But Feel man, free to- I'm going to go with, all right, here, I'm going to go with a comedy. Okay. Now, this one has a lot of the same feel as Tag. Okay. It's called Game Night. Dude. Have I, you seen this? I saw that in like the, as I was looking on IMDb, I saw that as like the, this movie similar. And I, rem- again, I remember when Game Night came out. Is that Jason Bateman? Yes. I love him. Uh, but I did, again, I did and not Rachel see. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. I, I, I missed this one. It, so what, what is it? It feels like. And again, it has one of the new girl guys in it. Not Jake Johnson, but the other guy. Okay. Is this like, so is this very similar to tag, like in style and feel or in style, in style, this one, the story, I remember it having, I don't know if it's spoiler to say it has a twist, but it actually like does kind of have a twist to the storyline. Okay. And then the I know whole, nothing about this. Movie okay. Let me tell I remember you. Jason Bateman. So they do weekly game nights. Okay. And it gets kicked up a notch. When Max's brother, uh, I guess his name is Brooks, arranges a murder mystery party. Okay. Have you heard of those? They actually exist. Yeah. I mean, it's like where you get together, like, or usually like it's at a place and you go there and then like people that you interact with like die in quotes throughout the night and you have to like figure out who the killer is. So this is a a friend group and they're doing a game night, but he like has to level it up. Okay. So he brings in. Murder, murder mystery party, complete with like fake thugs and federal agents. So when he gets kidnapped, it's all supposed to be part of the game. But as the com- the competitors, they set out to solve the case. They start to learn that neither the game nor Brooks are what they seem to be. So it kind of becomes one of those things like. What's real, what's Here, not? The last thing. The friends soon find themselves in over their heads as each twist leads 
to another unexpected turn over the course of one chaotic night. So it's like the night just keeps getting, the stakes just keep raising and raising. And it becomes like, was this part of the game or not? And then it becomes like dangerous stuff. And you know how in some comedies, like with Kevin Hart and all that, um, with The Rock, and Mm -hmm. they can kind of be a bit over the top. Sure. This like kind of has that a little bit Mm -hmm. at some parts. Or even like um, a little bit older, like The Hangover, where it's like yes. a simple night, but then like all this crazy. And then it like, changes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. If, that, you, if you generalize it like that, yeah. this would be like that. Okay. Um, and it's. You got to have some suspension of disbelief, even yes. though it could technically, like it's sort of realistic, like it takes place obviously in reality, but like, man, this would be crazy if all this stuff happened to a friend group. Yeah. Like, or like, have you seen Date Night? Yeah, the Tina Fey and, and uh, Steve Carell. Yeah, you know how that yes. one, like, it just... It just amps up. Yeah, they, it just keeps amping they up. They take the wrong dinner reservation yeah, or whatever. We are the triple horns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be silly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's in that so, vein. So this one would be, yeah. Awesome. Maybe the other arm, but it's in the vein. Very cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, oh. okay, I'm going to ask you to make a quick decision. If I was going to watch one first, what would what would be higher on your list, tag or game night? Because these feel like they're in the same realm, or in the same. I don't know. They have the same vibe to me. What would you What would you say is the more like you should? What do you like more, tag or game night? They actually have different feels. Okay. So if you want to go for like darker mystery, mm-hmm. then game night's for you. Okay. If you want to go for like a bright, feel good, heartfelt. It'd be tag. Okay. It's good to know. So these both sound like very easy movies that I could watch with my wife that we wouldn't have to be maybe brain at a hundred percent capacity and like, but also equally like not on our phone scrolling. Like it's going to keep our interest. Like sure. This feels like good in that vein. So game night, you could probably relate to more like, cause you had friends over and you've had game nights. Right. So you could probably relate. I've to just never had more. anybody kidnapped her, <laughs> <laughs> but it does start out like that. That's where cool. it's like, I mean, not kidnaps. It starts out with like they're playing a game and trivia. Oh, they're really good at trivia and all that stuff. That's cool. I, I would give it a watch. I want to watch it again. All right. You just watch it with me. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's have a double date night game night, but not playing games, watching game night. Yeah. Yeah. It's game night movie night. That's right. But you know what? That would never work because uh, I have four and you have two and uh, kids and they would all be like, well, yeah. I know you have to plan a vacation just to have a, <laughs> to have a gosh, <laughs> just to that's just so go out. <laughs> Let's get a verbo man and just watch movies. Um, I'm all gonna, right, what's your last? I'm gonna do my last movie, and then I want to hear your like honorable mentions. Okay. All right. So my last movie is a movie about people making a movie, and I'm gonna see if you can guess it. It's about oh, it's about people making Steve a Martin. movie. No. Oh. And it's got a dude. Playing a dude disguised as another dude. I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. This is one of my all-time Tropic favorites. Thunder. Yes. Nuh-uh. Tropic Thunder. Have you seen this? Dude, I've seen it, but it's just recently been coming up on my TikToks again. Really? I so, wonder why. Well, it all had to do with like Robert Downey Jr. And this guy was like saying how he was a perfect representation of blackface for a comedy okay so it was like are people getting offended by this now or no, are they everyone realizing? agreed because the guy explained it so well on tiktok interesting that like 
the com- it made sense in comedy. Right. Because they were actually making fun of the actual black faces. Yes. So it was the, like the joke is on Robert Downey Jr.'s character that he is so pretentious as a method actor, you know, cause he like, he, that he like goes all in. And so like that there's really, this is a really weird, like a hard conversation to have, but to Robert Downey Jr. There's nothing offensive about him portraying that because he is so earnest in his method acting that even going to that, that place, which is very offensive we can agree on that, but like, but him doing it, it's like the act, the method acting, uh, trumps that. And then I think really the, really what the bigger slap in the face is, is that Hollywood would cast a white Australian person to play that role in the first place. <laughs> so it's sort of like, you know, like, yeah, like in, in the real world, not the world of the movie, you know, like he should have never taken the role and any of that stuff too. But like, they cast him, so it's like, I, dude, it was part. It was a play on their comedy. This movie came so, out in two thousand eight, and so looking and at it like in stereotype. a twenty, right? And it's there's nothing about it that is the butt of the joke is never an Afri- an African American or the race, you know, anything like that. The butt of the joke is always him as a pretentious actor, and Hollywood for casting an actor to play this role. So it's like, it's yeah, a I want to rewatch line. it because I totally forgot Robert Downey Jr. was in it. <laughs> That's right. I just remember Jack Black. Yeah. Oh, and he's good too. <laughs> and I even forgot the main character, Ben Stiller. being. Yeah. This movie dude is so funny to me. Didn't I they mean, have a second one? No, but in the movie, huh. in the movie, there's like fake trailers for like all the actors that are in this movie. So, okay. It's a movie about making a movie. It's, it's a It starts off as these people are filming a Vietnam movie, um, in Vietnam. And it's based off of a book that this guy wrote. And as they start filming it, they actually end up in like, like the war torn part of the Island or whatever. And they actually like, stop being able to make the movie and they actually have to like be their characters and like really live this out to like survive. But so it's like really good action and it's really funny and it's like, it's wrong on so many levels. Like, especially like in watching this movie with the 2022 lens, it's probably like this movie would never get made from now on probably just with the, where the culture is. And, but I just have to say like the joke is always not unlike the marginalized group. Cause like Ben Stiller as so like, so weird talking about it. So Ben Stiller's character as an actor played a movie where he played like a uh, mentally challenged person called simple Jack. And the joke is, is like, how over the top he acted as this character. Like it's so cartoonish, but like, you know, try like he won awards or was a nominated for it. And it's just, man, it is hard to describe if you've never seen it before. It's definitely like, dude, don't watch it with your kids. You know, it's one of those kind of like, it's a hard R, but like, Oh my gosh, it is rated R hour 46 minutes. Hey, it's not, they consider it an action first. That's interesting. I think it's, 
I would go more of a comedy with, with right. because I mean, it definitely kind of morphs into an action, it's, but it is, it, whoa, it says two versions. Huh? Why does it say two versions? Because probably, is it because back then every movie that came out, oh, it's because there's a director's cut. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, do you remember every comedy that came out like in the early two thousands on DVD was always like the extreme unrated cut. Like you go to Walmart <laughs> yeah. and see like the stands before streaming when you bought movies and stuff on DVD. It would be like, oh man, we this movie wasn't already crass enough. We need the extreme R or unrated oh, sure. cut. Yeah. It was like with more, and it was like because they had to censor stuff and which or like it was, uncensored. It was always a yeah. ploy. It was always like probably like one deleted scene they threw in there, or like dude, yeah, on so dumb. Um, one of the newer is the Christian Bale Terminator, which mm-hmm. I really like that one. I don't know if you've seen it. Was that Salvation? But, yes. That one. Not Genesis. It was Salvation. Salvation. Yeah. It was like one of the first remakes of them. I didn't um, care for it, but I saw it. And it's got that one guy, that guy that's kind of boring. Maybe Sam it was Worthington. the of it or something. And yeah. And how I, old I was, but I really liked it. Yeah. And that's it was cool. one of my first Blu-rays, I think. Interesting. So, but I don't remember what I was going to say about it. Did it have an unrated cut or something? Oh, yes. They had director's cut version. Okay. So there's two discs. And I would put it in the director's cut, and there's only like, yeah, ten second difference. Yeah, like, I holy respect. Moly, like, I respect a director's cut because, like, even, the idea of that is like, oh, maybe maybe the studio made the director do some things yeah. different. But what I really hated was that unrated extreme. Like any comedy, just like they're just trying to get you to buy it based on you know, like, oh, you're gonna see something. You know, it's like it's marketed to teenage boys and. Yeah. Just very lowest common denominator. That always annoyed me. Yeah. I mean, Lord of the Rings, dude. Yeah. that Those were big differences. Good night. I bet even, um, what's his name? Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. I bet he even knew there had to be different versions. Just So it wasn't like just a studio thing. It was like, you just can't, you can't have a four hour movie. No. So like the theatrical releases were... Even those were like three plus. It was, it was three they? and a half by the last one. Yeah. On Return of the. And epic. I was going to say Return of the Jedi. Return, <laughs> Return of the, of the Jedi. King. Very different movie. <laughs> um, those movies are great, but man, I just. Like I we can't. tried. We thought it was so awesome. I was in college. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's have a movie night. Okay. Let's watch the extended version of Return of the King. Mm. I was like, dude, this is boring. I can't do like, it. I can't. I I mean, sorry for all the people that really love it. I thought yeah. the scenes were really awesome, but just as a movie and entertainment, it was just right. slow pacing. That's that's for a very dedicated hardcore fan. Sure. Which and I there was some not. like when they're at the wall mm-hmm. and fighting, they added an extra part in there that I liked. It's like Frodo's mithril vest. They pointed that out again. And they're like, poor Hobbit, you must be dead. <laughs> so like they added that in there and in that felt better yeah it felt more like a completion okay but there was like dude it was like six hours long i didn't miss it from whatever i saw what whatever peter jackson threw at the movie theater that was enough for me <laughs> I was good. like i i did not read the books and i i liked them for what they were i don't know i probably wouldn't watch those movies until like my my boys are like old enough to maybe like appreciate it and be like, Hey, you want to, you want to try sure. Lord of the Rings? Cause that'd be a cool, probably like family movie, you know, like during the lockdown, me and Rose went through them all again. Extended or no, yeah. not the extended. We did yeah. those theatricals. Oof, brutal. How'd they hold up all these? They years hold later? up pretty good. 
I associate There's those. A, they with do high a lot school. of the glow effect. Yeah, like where to cover up some CGI, some of the brighter parts kind of glow around the hairs and stuff. Interesting. So that was that little dated. It's the only thing that's kind of dated, but sure. it's also a particular style. Um, Smeagol mostly held up. Yeah, but yeah, there's some. He's fun. CG misses. Smeagol's a fun character. Well, anyways, dude. So Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, it's, you know, I don't, and, and again, I don't know if it's a hidden, hidden gem. I just think it's an older one that, but it sounds like with TikTok, it's coming back up again. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wild. It's like, especially like from a 2022 lens of like political correctness, like it's probably going to feel like even more like crazy than it already with is. With this but. being a comedy, what do you think Rotten Tomatoes gave it? Oh, man, I don't know. Probably like 40% or something. Dude, it's 82%. Oh, sick. Yes. I think they understood the message behind yes. it. Um, Tom Cruise so. has a fun cameo in that movie, too. Does he? He plays the director, and he's wild, dude. He's under a whole bunch of, like, prosthetics and stuff. Like, you won't even know it's him until, like, you really... He's, like, bald and, like, really fat. Oh, and, like, it, dude, it's, Everybody looks different in this, except Ben Stiller. It's a great movie. It's... And it's only four ninety nine to buy right now. Oh, Yeah. So I, I think you might should as well. buy that. You might as well. Because <laughs> I've been wanting to watch it. It's not on, uh, it could be on Netflix, I guess. Deserves a search. Yeah. But it's not on anything else. I think it's worth a watch, man. I, I'm kind of itching to watch it again. It's been several years since I've seen it, but I, uh, hysterical. Crazy. That's awesome. All right, let's hear your honorable mentions. All right, honorable mentions. This is a particular type of movie that, um, man, if you liked, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, or like, <laughs> dude, that was a good movie. Okay, you can, it, it sounds like a joke. I'm not, and it kind of you. is, but you go watch it, and it, it's a Tim Burton, I think. They, where it's like it's um, filmed seriously, yeah. So like it's so crazy and out there, but like they take it seriously, so yeah. you like have to invest. And then in it's it. a monster movie. I like that. That's cool. It's one of those. Um, and what's the dang? What's that guy? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is another one. Yeah, like that, that. in that um, vein. Um, and then there's, man, whatever. Anyways, this is one of those like crazy creature ones, but it's like, is it, or is this in her head? And it's called shadow in the cloud. Oh, wow. This is mostly not a, um, even though it's a woman lead character Mm -hmm. in the general sense, at least on average, judging by what my wife thinks, it's not for ladies. Okay. Which means ladies go prove me wrong and go watch it. <laughs> like the Dr. Pepper 10. Oh, that's they said for, it's not for girls. They said only for men or something, oh, yeah. which was great marketing. Cause it, guess what? The women are like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then they go and buy it. Guess who loved Dr. Pepper 10 more? The ladies, the ladies reverse, for the... reverse psychology. Well, so anyways, funny. so this one, it's just one of those action ones. And, um, Oh, there was one called like I Frankenstein. That sounds, oh, Aaron Eckert. And that is this kind of genre. Okay, interesting. So like action means And the guy from The Matrix, what's his name? Um, The main character. Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. You know how he has some of those like kind of movies? Um, Man, what was it? He was like in Hell or something. Oh, Constantine. Constantine, like that one? Yeah, which is based off a comic book. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I think it's DC, maybe, or maybe it's Marvel. Well, okay, but you don't know how it has that, that feel. I don't know. 
of like monsters. And yes, it's and, it's monsters, but it's not necessarily horror. Right, that's what this is. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, End of Days. You remember that one from like 1999 or something like that? 97, 98, 99? Oh. It's not that great. Well, that's what Shadow in the Cloud is. Okay, Shadow in the Cloud. Um, when did this come out? Is this like, just give me a ballpark. Is this like a few years ago? Is yeah, this, it's just a few years ago. Was this made for like Netflix or something? Or was this a theatrical? I'd, dude, I legit. don't know, but I saw it after it was like streaming. Okay. It was 2021. It's considered horror. It's on Hulu. And completely miss that. It's Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay. If you know who she is. You would see, if you see her face, you would probably. Yeah, no, I know the name for sure. So. Okay. Shadow. Oh, they gave a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Okay. But it's like set in World War II and she's a gunner in a plane. So. So just going by. That's what it is in the cloud. And the the shadow shadow is like the demon. That sounds interesting. So I'm always down for a good period piece. That's all right. So here's one. Give me some other ones. This is one of those high school kind of band, battle the bands, musician misfits, unlikely people to become a band. It's called metal Lords. Metal Lords. Um, it, no, that's not it. Well, okay. I'm, what I'm picturing is you remember that movie with Rain Wilson, aka Dwight from The Office, where yeah. he's that's what I was thinking of, but that movie is called The Rocker. So I have no idea what Metal Lords is. What what is this? Dude, I can't even find it on Apple TV. So this must have been um a <laughs> Did Netflix you make original. This up? No, I'm <laughs> I think it's a Netflix original because I saw Did it on you and it. your brothers film this in your backyard? Metal <laughs> Lords. <laughs> like be kind rewind. That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, so Metal Lords. So Metal Lords. Tell me about this. Well, that's really all I can really say it's Battle just misfits people like someone plays very classical okay music, but this guy's trying to start a a band and maybe he had i don't remember exactly if this is the storyline but it's like one of those situations where you have the cool drummer you're trying to get into the cool band and then you find yourself not in that band and then you end up teaming up with this came out this year on netflix the netflix original so there you go. That's cool. It's on Netflix. Two friends try to form a heavy metal band with a cellist. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's what it is. Yep. That She's sounds funny. Very classical. And then they just hand her some, they put like metal music to sheet music. Oh, that's and awesome. And hand it and put it right in front of her. And they're like, play this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting. I, I thought it was worth a watch. It's worth a stream. Yeah. I if mean, this was in theaters. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry guys. If you're listening and you made this movie. But it didn't feel like it would be that successful in the well, theaters. And that's what but it's, Netflix, that's why it's is Netflix good original. For. Yeah. I mean, great for that. Exactly. And like, what's the worst that can happen? You watch like five minutes of it. And it's not for you. It's not for you. Yeah. And you still gave them revenue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's legit. So, okay. That sounds cool, man. So here's one. Uh, it's an honorable mention. I just watched this one. It's called Me Time with Kevin Hart. It just came out. It's Netflix original. Um, it's a comedy, but it, um, Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Mark like- Wahlberg. And it's not like the funniest movie, but it was, it was a hundred percent worth the stream to me. Um, it's, it's one of those veins where you can watch it with your spouse or, you know, kind of a feel good, but it had it actually had some realistic themes in it. Okay. So while being a comedy, it was very like aware of certain uh, human behaviors and conflicts, things that are real. 
not just like movie stuff. It um, looks cool. They there was like just a couple lines they threw in there that I didn't think was necessary because it had nothing to do with the story mm-hmm. and it wasn't even funny. So it was like they were just trying to be like shocking or or like um, to really bump up the was like crass. Is that kind of what you're getting at? No, no. They were just trying to be like. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we're winding uh, down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know the best word to say it. Okay. Other than woke, you know. Oh, got it. Okay. They're just trying to. Yeah. Okay. So. However, okay. very 2022. Like we don't ever want to bring up woke stuff, but I got to say this just real quick. Go when for it. When it comes to movies and entertainment, mm-hmm. so many people are just woke phobia that if they hear that something is woke by someone, at least in my circle. Oh, like they write it off? That they write it off and don't go check it out for themselves. Kind of like we talked a couple weeks ago about like Lightyear. Like that got like some weird controversy. And then it's like when you sure. actually watch it, it's like such a non- like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, if you live in the world, you're going to yeah, find people that some, my kids, you know, hey, my classmate, they have two moms. Cool. That's what some families look like. I mean, it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, whatever, wherever you land on that, like, that's the world we live in. Yeah. And it is what it is, dude. Like, wh- why, why films, would you, you films know. Films and entertainment and all this stuff is supposed to show story. And so it's supposed to show human characters mm-hmm. and it's supposed to show in those human characters, human behaviors. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like it when someone's, it doesn't make sense to the story and it feels like the film's trying to make a statement right. and not the character. Does that make sense? Right. But if, if you want it, it's like, it's not a complete bother to me for someone to be like a woke character. Sure. What, like as long as it's not if that's like, the character. If that's part of the story. Right. You know? It wasn't shoehorned uh, in go, to get like brownie points. Yeah, don't go out of your way. Come it's kind of like in the 90s, there was like this whole thing where um uh for a while there, like you would notice it like um, I don't know, like in textbooks and posters and commercials, it would be like you had to have like kind of like the rainbow effect. You had to have a kid of of every race, ethnicity, background. There had to be someone in a wheelchair. It was like this huge like attempt to like include everybody that it was, which is great. Yeah. But the, it was so like um, obvious and like not necessary in terms of like um, for what they were trying to do. Like it'd be like a pizza commercial and it was just sort of like, uh, like, okay, pizza hut. Like that's great. You did all this, but like you're trying to sell me pizza. You're not, really advancing anything does that make sense like it was um not genuine and it was almost came across as pandering you know like that's where i'm trying to yeah you can overdo it yes and that's and i think that's what most of this woke stuff is is like we we see through hollywood putting it in our faces like look how woke we are because we included this character and this character like i would imagine if you were part of one of these groups it would probably feel pandering after a little bit mm. like, Hey, I'm being represented. Like, okay. Like if, if I was a gay person or if I was a person, if I was a, a different race than white, whatever, it doesn't matter if, if I saw how I was represented on screen in some of those ways, it might be offensive because it's like, Hey, look at us. We included one of you kind, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's just sort of like, okay, yeah. that's great. But why don't you just make like a real person 
that and and don't throw it in my face like, hey, I'm this, I'm that. It's it, almost it like it kind of goes back to the show don't tell. That yes, the about. exposition exactly. Yeah, yeah it's and, exactly that. And so it's like just make like a real character and you know, like have them also be gay or have them also be black or have them also be Asian Pacific Islander or whatever. Yeah, like just make a good character, and it's, which I think Buzz Lightyear did. Like people, you know, people. Oh, that movie Disney's trying to promote a message. Like, dude, she just—that was his partner. And when he was gone, spoilers. When he was gone oh, for man. five no, minutes, don't say spoilers. I know. I just—I want to talk about it. Watch Lightyear. Leave the episode and come back I, after you watch it. I haven't watched it. <laughs> oh, you haven't. Dang no. it. Okay. Well, whatever. It's it's such if you a, generalize it, I don't care. It's such. A, I can kind of predict any movie. It's such a non-issue that his partner that he like worked with on star command is a, is a lesbian, but it's not like even it's not in that exposition way. It's just like he leaves and comes back and she got married and then he leaves and comes back again. Spoiled. Dang it. And they have a kid and it's like, it's just such a non thing, but it's, You've it's not spoiled. <laughs> it's not in your face though. And it's not like what, the people have like made a big deal. It's not like so Buzz Lightyear as a lesbian, I blah, blah, blah. It's not that cringy thing. It's just sort yeah. of like, like you said, it's a real character. It's a real person. This is what it is. So, and then also it's like, if you don't want to watch it, you don't have to watch it. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's fair too. Like I, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't even care. Like we can talk about real issues. It is what it is. Cause I don't, cause yeah. our hearts are, we're, we're, not. we're all dudes. <laughs> yeah, we're all dudes. So, so we, we've got love for everybody. We're all dudes. Um, yeah, this is our longest episode debate to date. Yep. Let I'm me speed to... through these, guys. Um, yeah. The, like, we're not like a political podcast or anything, and we don't like getting into that stuff. But for real. we like cinema, and we yes. like uh, movies. movies. We like seeking things out for yourself. Yes. Um, don't take my word for it. Yeah. Don't or take, our word for it. Don't take my word for it. Take my words for it, though. Yeah. I'm just kidding, no. <laughs> and we're a positive podcast, so we're pretty much just talking about stuff that we like, too. Yeah. So it's like, these are all recommendations. These are cool. Yeah, so then that was me time. Now, when you said the one with, uh, shoot, I'm drawing a blank. What's his name? The one from, er, the, the one. The, the guy that played Batman. Christian Bale? Nope, the other guy. Robert Pattinson. No, the other Val guy. Val Kilmer. No, the other George guy. George Clooney. No, the other Michael guy. Michael Keaton. No, the other guy. Dude, what? <laughs> this is a joke. The guy who played Batman. Yes. It goes Michael Justice Keaton. Justice League Batman. What's his name? Oh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Sorry, I don't acknowledge those. <laughs> I guess. I'm like, Michael Keaton. Dude. Okay, believe it or not, he was like my favorite Batman anyways. Ben Affleck? Yep. Really? I don't know. He just, the way he fit the suit felt more like the, okay. The, uh, comic. You cartoon. liked his Batman or his Bruce Wayne? Cause that's a very different. I, no, not, no, I didn't like his Bruce Wayne. Um, not necessarily. Uh, Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne was better. With Batman is Batman, his real self or is Bruce Wayne, his real self. So like, is, is Bruce Wayne the suit? That's like a whole episode right there. I uh, well, love Batman, dude. I could talk Batman. You could debate it, but I'm we just going to go ahead and Batman solve it. Batman for an hour and a half. Let's okay. do that next episode. I love Batman. <laughs> I will legit talk Batman with you for two hours. <laughs> I love Batman. Anyway, what's up? So, ben Affleck. Ben so, Affleck. The accountant. 
Dude, yeah. Have so that's good. That? I have. That was a good movie. That came out like just a couple years ago. Yeah. I've heard that's good. So like it sounds like a boring numbers crunching movie. The title's not. He's actually um, really good at um, action. Just, oh, just I like really that. like a lot. Fighting and crazy things happen. And so it's an action movie. Okay. Would it pair well with the town if somebody wanted to do a Ben Affleck? That's what I thought you were double say. feature. No, yeah, I've never seen the accountant, but I should. But I haven't I seen the town. Oh man, I'll so, watch the accountant. Okay, you watch the town. All right, don't give me a deadline because I might not get to it. <laughs> Holly and I are working on Better Call Saul right now on Netflix, and only like season two. And I know we're talking about we're not talking about TV, but I love that show. And so, like, when I do have free time, and her and I actually have time where we're not like doing other things, you know, like taking care of the kids or working on stuff outside of, you know, work. It's like, man, I just want to watch that show right now. So it's like, yeah. I, I will find time. I will. Excuse me. But anyway, so, so the then account- another honorable mention is one that you've seen and it was called, I'm thinking of ending things. Yes. That was you, a cool I'm movie. not going to explain anything. You just got to go watch it. Just watch it. It's weird. It's trippy. It's an independent film. I would say vibe. At least. Yes. And it, it would pair well from something we talked about on this episode with Latawana because it's it's a vibe. It's atmospheric, which is a fun cinema snobby word to say. I liked. I'm thinking this one of had something really interesting well. in it where like you watch the background, mm-hmm. at least from what I remember. And then next shot, it would be different. Yeah. You can pick up like things are happening and it's things, like, yeah. And it's, so then it becomes a mystery. Is it? A, in it and the, sometimes it feels like a horror movie, but it's definitely not. Yeah. But there's some scenes. They'll lead you like, on to think it. Yes. It's got, and, and it's actor, uh, Jesse Plemons. Dude, that guy is awesome. That's the guy from Breaking Bad. Yep. He was in Breaking Bad. He's from like the last season of Breaking Bad. He's from the USS Callister episode of Black Mirror, which is the Star episode. Trek one. I know. I Dude, love. he's in Game Night. Oh, awesome. He's like, I just kind of like the cool. creepy neighbor guy. <laughs> Dude, he is. He's good in everything. Yeah. He can play creepy. He can play. Oh, dude. He yes. Could, he could be like. I like Matt Jesse Damon's Plemons. stunt double. He could. He has a Matt <laughs> Damon vibe. Dude, Jesse Plemons is awesome. We, Dude, I could talk about Batman for two hours. I could talk about Black Mirror for two hours. That is like such a cool show. And each episode that shows like a movie, which is why I like it. Yeah. All right, what else? Let's finish. Dude, all right, you've seen Patriot's Day, Mark Wahlberg, True Story. Don't know I, if that's a hidden gem exactly, but I've I'd not s- seen that. But dude, I know then you're gonna watch it. It's about the Boston, the Marathon, Boston bombing? Marathon bombing. Cool. And it's from the perspective of the police, and okay, it's like it's really good. Okay, I thought it was his best true story one, Mark Wahlberg's, because he has some other really good true story ones, like Invincible, the Philadelphia Eagles. Dude, that movie Invincible was, like, was really good. And, oh. and there's like that what was the war one. Um, oh man! Wow. And I just remember him falling down really far. <laughs> hmm. When I think of Mark Wahlberg and action, I, a, I think Shooter, but it's not based on a true story. Oh yeah, Shooter's really cool. And then there was one with the oil spill, the oil rig. Do you remember that I didn't one? See that one? It was pretty good, but it. I like Mark Wahlberg. He's cool. But this one was the I'm best. Patriots him. Day. Patriots okay. Day. So then this one is everyone's heard of this. I think it's on Disney Plus. Okay. Cruella. Oh, yeah. This yeah. made my list because I was so resistant to watching the movie. Sure. I was like, seems like a cash. I was like, I add it to the list and then just never actually start it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I forced myself just to start it. I was like, it's yeah. been on the list. I'm just going to, we're just going to watch it. You got to knock it out at some point. We, we, it's like, 
eight thirty at night or whatever, and mm-hmm. so. And You're almost it. expecting to not like it and be like, well, let's just start it. We'll probably turn it off in 10 minutes anyway. It's probably going to yeah. be dumb. And then you're get That's the best because when you have no expectations, you are putting yourself in a position to be really extra wowed by a movie. True. Expectations are some of the worst things you can have, I think, going yeah. into a movie. So then when we talk it up and then you think it's going to be as amazing as we thought oh, it was, crud. that I can think about that. <laughs> Dang it. That can mess with things too. Yeah. But some when it lives up to expectations, that's really fun too. For real. It is. Yes. Anyways, I was just so surprised by Cruella, and I think you would be too if you yeah. watched it. I am not opposed to watching it. It's off my radar, but I re- I feel like everything I've heard or read about it was positive. And so, I would say, Yes. Did uh who's it, Emma Stone? Mm-hmm. Did she win an award or anything for this? I couldn't tell you off the top because of my head. Holy moly. She's good. Dude, she's good. Really good actress okay. in this one. Which okay, you know what? Actually, I would rather call them actors. I've heard like both sides. Oh sure. So yeah. like, really, we're all just actors. It's kind of like our dude philosophy. It's like yeah, dude. Why are you she's trying? An actor. Why are you trying to make a yeah second version of this? It was just always called actor. Right. One who acts best actor. <laughs> Emma Stone. Love yeah. it. I'm down. But anyways, Emma Stone and. It was really good. Here's a question. So I know it's on Disney Plus. It's a Disney movie, but um, can you? W- would kids be into it? Like, if you turn it on with the maybe kids some in the older room? kids, right? So probably not like teens, young. Okay, that's what I was wondering. But you could watch it around your kids, right? But they're probably not going to get like invested. Like, true. To be fair, mm-hmm. like even my oldest still gets invested in Bluey, so probably not the age. <laughs> 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 He'll watch it with his younger brothers and sisters. Yeah. I thought it was good filmmaking too. Yeah, it looks cool. Like uh, from what I've seen, like the clips, it looks like it's shot well, done well. It was really good. Awesome. And that might have been a timing thing too. Was that that was a pandemic, was, wasn't it? I think it was like. I don't. Did it go to theaters? Was, was it straight it 20, to Disney Plus? Twenty one, maybe. Probably. I, it, it, it was Disney Plus original. Oh, uh, okay. So there you go. Crazy man. Do you have any others? Twenty twenty one. Legit. Good call. Um, oh, it got good ratings. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. So that looks like that's all of it. That was your last one. Yeah. That was a good list, man. Well, I think it's always fun talking movies. I think uh, a good takeaway from this is, uh, um, you know, try out some new stuff. And uh, it's cool because some of the movies on your list were like, I'll be honest, Tag and Game Night seemed just super like throwaway when those came out. Like, oh, yeah, you know, (laughs) but like, I mean, if it made your list, like that's probably, yeah, like that's probably worth watching. So I'm I'm stoked for that. Uh, If you watch any from mine, I got to go with the town, dude. I just think all around just okay. a great film. I, I love that thing. I don't know why I just, okay. It's it. I don't know. The other ones can be kind of like, yeah, you know, but town just a cool movie. Um, so that's, that's good. Like if you had to pick one. Yeah. For someone to watch. Yeah. What, what would be your one? And that you said would be the town. My one. Yeah. I would say the town. What would be your one? Assuming that tenant really was one tenant. Yeah. I think, t- dude, I think tenant is after I think, that it's Beckett. A lot of people slept on Tenet. And then Beckett's just like, boom, wasn't even on the radar. Tenet yeah. and Beckett. I don't know. I don't even know how many streams they got on Beckett. Like, I don't even think it, it was ever in top 10. It was like, well, Netflix you know doesn't release search that Netflix uh, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then it's been an hour and a half and you finally find that movie. Yeah. And then you start it real late, though. Mm-hmm. And your wife's already fallen asleep. Oh, yeah. But then you watch it. 
And you're like, that was worth my search. That's, that's that cool. was Beckett. That's awesome. <laughs> Let's be real. And you, I think it's the same guy in Tenet. I, it, I think I, it might I be. I looked on. Yes, it is. I, I, I saw. Yeah. I forgot his name. David Walker or something. Yeah. Um, Let's just be real. Speaking of wives falling asleep, this is this is an epidemic. I feel like every husband can relate. <laughs> this is an you epidemic. Can st- <laughs> you can start a movie at 4 p.m. And this is just a total wife move. Just, you know, just falling asleep. Like, and I don't think it reflects on the movie. I think, and I feel like if the wives were here to defend themselves, it's probably big more big mom energy because they'd be like, well, you know, like everything's so demanding and raising kids and working a job and all that stuff. When I finally sit down and get comfortable, like I can't help it. That's what, that's what my wife says. I can't yeah. help it. Just fall asleep. So it's all good. I used to be more of a night person too. And then, mm-hmm. um, so that's one of my reasons why I just, yeah. Throw on I a movie, don't dude. Really fall asleep or <laughs> we don't have a TV in our bedroom. It's a good call. Um, it's a good play. We used to. Yeah. And we want one again now, though. Oh, man. <laughs> it's been so long without one. The thing is, you have a TV. You have a potential to watch something together. Mm-hmm. You don't have a TV. You know what you're going to do? Your phones. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what you do when you have your phones? You turn your backs. Man. And so then it's like just individualized versus like a TV could actually bring you together. And you could like joke about what's on there. Not that it always does happen because usually one person's in bed first and they already started something. But yeah. Anyways, it's like everything in life got to be intentional. Yeah. I don't like having a TV in my room. And and this is why my wife's going to fall asleep on a couch. She's definitely going to fall asleep in our room. And so like if she picks the movie and we start it and she's out, then it's like that weird. Like if I'm invested, then now I got to hit pause because she might want to see it later. But it's like, but I'm awake and I want to finish it. You know, I'm a dude. I'm weird about movies. Man. One time like, I finished. I hate that's being distracted happened to me and, once. Yeah, and I've just finished it. But then I actually went back and rewatched, added it. it back to the like spot where it was, so it would resume. That was a good play, man. But you're a better I person. Haven't than I. done that again. <laughs> that was just one time. <laughs> oh man, dude, we gotta call it. This is we our longest episode to boot. If you stuck with us to the end, yeah, here's an Amazon gift card. Yeah, just go to. You can't see it. No, but but it's here. <laughs> hey, if uh, yeah, I don't know. So this was kind of a different episode too. So let us know about like yeah. Do you like the rambling meander? I mean, we had a purpose, we had a game plan, but we definitely like. And there was curiosity in it because we were curious about like why you picked what you picked. Yeah, why you picked what you picked. What did you pick? Yeah, it was very simple curiosity. It wasn't more like what if blah 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 blah. Yeah, and maybe like. At, on this one, we knew it was kind of going to be long, but yeah, um, that's okay. if we explored the idea of why do we even like movies, mm-hmm. that would be a fun thing to explore a little bit. I I um, think, man, you know, we're going to talk a lot of stuff on this podcast, but I think at least every other episode, I guarantee movies are going to be a big part of it. Yeah, movies are that's just part. who we are, man. It's cool. Hey, we don't have a voicemail this week, but I did get a really cool piece of listener interaction. Okay. And so I got a message um, from Brian H. out of uh, Smithville, and he was wondering. So this was his thing he was curious about this week. I'm going to pull it up and read it because I want to make sure I get it the right way. He says, a topic to consider. (laughs) Why is it awkward walking back after you bowl a ball? (laughs) And that is 
so true. Like, what do you do? Because normally you're bowling with friends and like people are watching you. Do you always feel that pressure like to put on a little show? Well, okay. And if so, what do you do? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like to do the finger guns, the hey. Oh, yeah. And then what's even more awkward, if like nobody you're bowling with is even paying attention because like maybe you've been That's bowling for a while. Situation. <laughs> like, Did you see that? And they're like, huh? huh? No. <laughs> oh, you got eight pins? Cool. <laughs> You, oh like, snap! What you got? Five strikes? Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> you got a turkey or whatever? Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> I always try to watch everybody bowling, but then when I bowl, no one's watching. That's sad. And man. the one I'm trying to impress, even though I've already scored, <clears throat> she don't care. <laughs> it's a rough world out there, man. I like doing trick shots, but so if, like if between you, the legs yeah, and stuff. If you if you get your friend to like record you. Then it's not as awkward because yeah. you can just post it and be like, look at me. <laughs> Bowling in and of itself. Why man? is that so awkward? Just like you feel like everyone's watching you while you're bowling. But then they're not. And then you turn around <laughs> and they're not. But if they are, it's kind of weird because like, are you in the, uh, the uh, I think the most awkward part is like between like, so let's say that you didn't get a strike. It's like you got to walk back to the where you get your ball. Do you do like the dry your hand motion like you're really professional and like, ooh, I really need to dry my hand. But like it's so it is awkward. Or you wait like, for your ball. Do you go goofy? Yeah. Like what do you do? Like I kind of do the lean motion where I'm like kind of like hanging down like I'm letting the blood flow kind of like pitchers do on the mound. I don't know. Oh, like kind of I kind of take advantage of the air and I just kind of stare at it. But then it's really? like. You know what's awkward? I just realized this. There's not enough time to really like turn around and talk to your friend group. So it's a friend activity, but you're isolated in that moment because it's you're you're up there and there's not really enough time while you're waiting uh. for the ball to come back. And then you gotta kinda watch your ball because if there's people in the other lane, you don't want them to get your ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about this so seriously? <laughs> Thank you, Brian. That was a really good topic of consideration. I really like the bowling shoes though. Oh, I do too. I don't know why. They're Velcro. That's kind of nice. You don't, <laughs> you just slip them on. It's like a clown that forgot the colors. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't they sell like bowling shoes? You, I mean, they can't be that costly. Well, maybe they are because like a lot of people wear them. They might actually be a lot that goes into them. But like, why don't they sell those for like 15 bucks at the store? Like you could just buy your own pair of bowling shoes. You know what? They probably do. We, none of us ever look it up. That's true. Dude. It's probably on Amazon. You probably could. That's interesting. I'm not going to do it, but <laughs> they're too slick too. I want more traction. They're like one to two dollars to rent. So I think that's why. Yeah, but it's but that's why I'm saying though. I they could be. You have to go like ten times. They could be really expensive to buy though, but with the knowledge that you're going to earn your money back on it because like that like if you're in a league, you probably bought your own. Oh, definitely, definitely. But I'm saying the bowling alleys cost. Like if a, like what if a pair of bowling shoes, are like a hundred bucks, but you know that you rent it out for $3 a pop. And so, especially if it's like a popular, like kid or adult size, you're going to make that money back. Like probably within the first like couple weeks and mm -hmm. then it's just pure profit. So it's worth it because you also don't want to be like buying profit, it over right? and over again. It would just be savings. Well, I mean, it's right. Cause you're not getting money. Well, if you spend a hundred bucks. If the bowling alley buys the bowling shoe from the bowling shoe company for a hundred bucks and they rent out the bowling shoe for like three bucks a pop, well, until they earn a hundred dollars, 
they haven't made a profit, but anytime they rent out that uh, pair right. of shoes after that, it's a profit. I thought you were talking about if you bought it. No, no, I'm talking, about, talking the, about the company. I'm talking about the bowling alley perspective. Oh, yes, true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, sorry, man. I'm going to listen back to this and be like, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. This is this is good. Well, yeah. in our, for our episode zero, yeah. I said something, and I was, like, thinking another thing, and I was still on track. And you said, like, a song was ACDC. And I said, no, I'm not thinking of that. And it made it sound like I was disagreeing that it was ACDC. Oh, okay. Of a certain song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was listening. I was listening to that. And I was like, man, I would have changed that. So it's, But what I was saying is the song I was thinking of in my head wasn't, wasn't ACDC. Got it. But the song you named was by ACDC. Well, thank you. Thank you for vindicating <laughs> me. I feel good about this. I... <laughs> As good as I feel about the vindication, I feel equally as bad. I do not remember that conversation at all. And then I, well, in episode zero two, I said, like, you steamrolled a little bit. Yeah. I did it to you. Did you? I went back and listened. We just interrupt each other. And nice. I kind of like that. That's okay. That's that's a real conversation. I was like, tell is. me about Drew. And then you barely said anything. And then. And then we got distracted something. and rabbit trailed somewhere else. Oh, dude, that's so. Then you came back to it. Oh, nice. Which was nice, but a lot of people could have missed that. But I still interrupted. And hey, it's all good, man. It's uh, yeah. really we're just hanging out and we just have a purpose. <laughs> you know, like if we weren't doing this conversation, just like, nobody be listening in on this. Yeah. If you're a whale, you'd have a porpoise. <laughs> we got to we got to end this now, bro. <laughs> this is oh, man. going off the rails. If only we had like. <laughs> That was my takeaway from our last episode. The one about um, nostalgia is I was listening to it on the drive over and throughout the day today. And uh, man, we giggled a ton in that episode. It's pretty funny, but we're laughers. Like, yeah. I like good. vindicating what people say and being yeah. a good audience. So, but I was like, man, we kind of, we're just like, <laughs> but like, it's legit. It's just like kind of funny. The very like, end of the episode, if you get the very last sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> that's good dude this is this was a good one this is okay fun. this this one was a good one guys thank you if you listened all the way through yes and, seriously um if not maybe it was like two or three parts either way you know we still had content there so for real joe rogan goes like three hours all the time does he he gets like 11 million views we're not quite 11 million yet but <laughs> we could be we could be it took him like several years like he did that yeah. show for a long time. But are any of his early episodes now picking up because of his? Dude, I think he's I so far into it. I can't imagine. He's probably episode like 3000 something. Eh, I don't think it's quite that far. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty wild. Cause he does a daily show too. I could not imagine doing this every day. No offense, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have enough to say. <laughs> we would have enough to say. We would have enough to say. He interviews people. We're not yeah. him. When are we gonna, right, so when are we going to bring in the people? Oh, I, I, yeah, anytime. All right. So stay well, We got to talk about Batman first. <laughs> okay. Are we going to do that? I don't know. I, I have some things to say. I have things I to say I wasn't like too. a super comic book person. Oh, not either. I'm like the movies. And I loved the cartoons too. though. Yeah. And I loved the Justice League cartoon. Let's talk about Batman next so week. We'll, okay. Let's we'll talk about Batman. Batman memories. Is it Bat Dash Man? Or is it Batman? Uh, ooh. I think it's Bat, Bat, Sign, 
man. <laughs> like the 60s Adam West. And with that, thus concludes <laughs> our one hour and 45 minute episode. Of the Curiosity Dudes. The Curiosity Dudes. Send your messages in. Have a rockin' week. Look at the link. Give us ratings. Reviews. But only if it's five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Find us on Twitter. We're on Twitter now. If we suck, just don't even... Don't even. (laughs) Dude. This is... That was fun.